Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, Eden. And hello to the listeners. Welcome to the Polyester Podcast. I'm Ione, and I'm the founding editor-in-chief of Polyester and the author of Poor Little Sick Girls. And I'm Eden, I'm the managing editor of Polyester and the co-host of this podcast. This is the Sleepover Club, a feminist pop culture podcast we pull apart the hashtag discourse in the hope of making some sense of it all. Before we get started, please like, rate, review and subscribe. Do we have any reviews? Yes, we do. This one's really cute as well. Five stars, one year, babes. I've officially been listening to this podcast every week for the last year on my walk to work. As a feminist teacher and avid consumer of pop culture, your hot takes and deconstruction of societal trends always keep me intrigued. I cannot recommend this podcast enough. Ioni and Eden are icons. That is from McCray Cray in the US of A. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. That's so sweet. I'm actually going to cry. Aww. I love reading them all. Me and Eden always send them to each other. Well, I always try not send them to Eden, so then they're surprised when I read them out, but <laughs> I started sending her them when we get them. Yeah, I, I really appreciate every single one. Everyone's so nice. Oh my God, you've actually got tears in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be bloody surprised. Cry everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so today is a very big topic. I feel like we're going to get cancelled for this one. Yeah, this is a, it's quite a dark tone that this podcast this episode i think it will be if this is the last ever episode of the polyester podcast we love you <laughs> <laughs> this is our swan song <laughs> goodbye <laughs> i don't think we'll get cancelled it's just it's just this is a bit of a bleak one so be yeah. prepared guys okay 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 so today we are talking about balenciaga the dark side of the internet and people looking for the dark side of the internet which we touched upon the other week when we were talking about food fetishes and we're talking about media literacy so as many of you have probably seen as it's been literally all over the internet like just Mm -hmm. before I started recording it I looked on Twitter and there was 200,000 tweets pertaining to Balenciaga which is like bananas like so mad like massive so Eden would you like to tell us what Balenciaga have done for those who haven't seen it yeah if you're out the loop uh so Balenciaga campaign what did the fashion house do um so two photos from its latest campaigns which are entirely separate photography and like different photographers different kind of campaigns have been merged together um so the first one was a series of image showing child models posing with the company's plush bear bags teddy bear inspired accessories look like soft toys but they're wearing leather harnesses and other items associated with bondage fetishes. And there's like young kids, they're maybe about three, four, holding the backpacks. Mm-hmm. 
And then one of the other pictures showed a handbag sitting on top of some documents. And when people zoomed in on the text, it was revealed that the papers, the documents, were from a US Supreme Court ruling related to indecent images of children. And that campaign had Isabel Hopper in it, didn't it? I, I feel know. so bad for her in all of this. What she, so that was the Adidas Balenciaga campaign. And this mm-hmm. is the Balenciaga like uh, accessories. There was like pet bowls and stuff in it. So because there's been that much uproar, people have kind of lumped these two things together. Mm-hmm. Uh, the images have obviously gone viral. Balenciaga have deleted every single image. And then the right-wing US media has run with the story, accusing the fashion house of endorsing child pornography. The accusation was fueled by the campaign for its Adidas collaboration as well, noting about the virtual child porn. Balenciaga apologised, deleted every single Instagram post, removed and everything Twitter. from... Yeah, deleted Twitter as well, removed everything from sale and tried to erase all of this from the internet. Um, but obviously, you know, it hasn't been erased. Mm-mm. The photographer who shot the bear bags said that released a statement saying that the photos were supposed to mimic a photography series he'd done uh, with children posing with their favourite things and said that the photos are not explicit, but he has no control over the models used. It's like, well, they're kids, so... Okay, it doesn't really make any sense. No one's making any sense. Yeah, I think that's part of it. Like, it's really strange because... The photographer is called like Gabriel Gallimberti. Mm-hmm. I've probably mangled that pronunciation. I'm sorry. But basically his whole kind of catalogue of work is these style images, like not not the sexy bondage stuff. But for example, it's like a girl on her porch and then all her Barbie dolls are laid out on the front garden or mm-hmm. like a boy with toy toy trains. And then it's like a cataloguing of like kids and their toys or something, okay. I suppose. So in the Balenciaga images, it's like not just the children and the bears, it's that they also have like a hip flask or like a wine glass or mm. like all of these kind of like adult things. Yeah. And then the children are posing with it. And there's one like particularly weird one where it's like a child laying face down on the sofa, hugging the bear. And then all of that, like all of those objects on the table in front of them. Mm. So I think they're definitely in poor taste. Like yeah. we can all agree. Something that I will say is funny though, Diet Prada did a post the utter mess of Balenciaga's <laughs> latest campaign controversy. Wherever you fall on the political spectrum and whether you're a fan of Balenciaga or not, the internet for once seemed to agree that the brand's latest campaigns are disturbing and wrong AF. Oh, <laughs> it's like... <laughs> From your tone, it doesn't seem like you're a Diet Prada fan. <laughs> No, just the use of AF. It's like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Like, these people are like elder millennials, though. Like, <laughs> wrong no, like, AF. yeah, wrong AF. Like, sorry, what the hell? And also, I feel like, uh, I don't know. I feel like it's a really difficult one because it's like obviously something that Diet Prada would cover, but I feel like they're being just as inflammatory as mm-hmm. like some of the far right press in their covering of it by being like, yeah, by a highlighting the far right press's coverage of it. But then just being like, no matter where you fall on the political spectrum. It's like, mm. it's not simple as that though, is it, Diet Prada? Like, no. like Diet Prada for well understand like what Balenciaga, so let's backtrack a bit. Balenciaga has been trying to like court this type of controversy. Mm. And this was like a ad campaign that was in very poor taste. Yeah. And I don't believe it was like stylistically, aesthetically or conceptually clever, big or clever and is strange and is weird. But the fact that we're seeing, you know, it's one thing for people to point out this campaign is fucked. Like, it's not nice. It's not cool. It's mm-hmm. not clever. And, like, be, like, ridiculous. Shut it down. But now it's kind of grown into its own beast on TikTok, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. So 
how me and you even because I saw the images like when they were posted mm. some people on my Instagram <laughs> it's actually like so bad considering everything now but some people are literally posting them and it's like I don't know if someone I follow knew the kids that were in them or something yeah. like this but they were literally posting them being like slay <laughs> like yeah. so cool that blah 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 I was in a Balenciaga campaign or something mm-hmm. and I just saw them I didn't really think anything of them and then you sent me a TikTok being like whoa 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 and it was like this blonde haired like white American lady being like Balenciaga pedophiles Mm -hmm. they are like promoting child pornography they are part of like a conspiracy theory that all of the like media is part of to push child pornography and that has just grown in sentiment because what you must have shown me this last week Mm -hmm. and it hasn't died over the last seven days like it's just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger, been picked up by all these other people. Like I saw, is his name Ben Shapiro? Yeah. I saw Ben Shapiro <laughs> tweeted about it being like, oh, if you think that children holding teddy bears with bondage whips on them are bad, let me tell you about a certain pride campaign. And mm. like, this is why I feel kind of like icky about this blanket coverage vibe that Diet Prada is going for. Yeah. Because for me, like the TikToks, everything else stink of like far right dog whistle and you yeah. have been looking into this miss I eden i've really truly gone down the rabbit hole today would you like to talk to us about the parallels between QAnon and the reaction to the balenciaga campaign i'd also like to also because it's gone so big now like i sent eden a twitter thread earlier where it was like saying that Lotta Volkova, who is a stylist that has worked with Denmer, who is the creative director of Balenciaga for a long time, is a devil worshipper and that she's been pushing these things at that house for ages. When yeah. a little fact check would show you she hasn't even worked at Balenciaga for a long time. But people don't care about that. The picture where people are like, this is Lotta Volkova and it's like a picture of a model holding two like baby doll- like dolls of babies that are red. That's not Lotta Volkova. Like, it's just not her it's literally not her like we've literally gone to this point of like mass hysteria over this campaign yeah but anyway eden is going to tell us why it may not be as like because you know it feels quite righteous like calling out the mistreatment of children or whatever mm-hmm. and like but in this podcast we are no way condoning the way that like balenciaga depicted children but it's just the extent to which it's gone is something to be concerned about i believe yeah people need to take everything with a pinch of salt like also Mm -hmm. like this person's devil worshiper they're spreading satanic images like do people honestly think the global elite are leaving breadcrumbs for like tiktok investigators to (laughs) child pornography rings like do you genuinely think that's what's happening because you need to take a step back log off and just kind (laughs) of try and just think about like your point of view because that's not that's not the case whatsoever mm-hmm. like Balenciaga tried to do something edgy and it hasn't paid off but like do you think they're running like a secret paedophile ring like no it's not it's the whole thing is weird and I don't really know why they did it but yeah I think uh I don't know people are just being true like worm, when we always say it's worms with brains um yeah the tiktok that I sent you of um it was Monica, aka Special Feels on TikTok. She said, I know I'm scrolling for too long when the algorithm starts showing me videos of people with really poor media literacy that are one step away from being QAnon, save the children type of content. So she was talking about the Balenciaga bears and that it's like, it was, this is like last week. So it was like an active conspiracy on right-wing Twitter. 
being posted about on libs of tiktok and then she said libs of tiktok who have 1.5 million followers on twitter are responsible for circulating a lot of conspiracy theories that are homophobic transphobic whatever and that account has been linked to tra- the transphobic wave of anti-drag queen story hour activism which has then that kind of rhetoric has then led to the shooting that was in colorado last week at club q mm-hmm. And since the Trump administration, there's been a very online, very manufactured culture war amongst conservatives in the name of protecting the sanctity of our children and protecting their innocence from dot, 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 gay people. Mm-hmm. And obviously, since that was last week. And since then, the whole thing has spiralled out of control. It's crossed on over to the other side. Everyone's talking about it. Kim Kardashian has done a statement about it today. But I think all the links to the QAnon stuff is really interesting. Like that, Like you said last week, people are always looking for like the worst thing in anything on the internet, anything that could be, not that this is innocent, but anything that could be seemingly uh, innocuous, they're always looking for, like, this dark, satanic conspiracy theory. (laughs) Or something that's, like, just in bad taste. And I also think that, like, something that's really not being spoken about on the left or in the fashion industry or whatever, it's, like, the left is now seemingly taking this position of condemnation, which is right, but... The truth of the matter is, is that like Denma as a designer and all of those other designers, but him at Balenciaga specifically, have been courting this kind of like image that is like unsavory, that is controversial, like mm. specifically looking for controversial things to do. Like even putting Kim in that couture show was like a controversial decision in the like fashion industry you know, that's something that's traditionally rejected Kim Kardashian. He also put, like, Christine Quinn in it, who's, like, from Selling Sunset. Like, he's always trying to play with, like, the parameters of, like, high culture, low culture, but also just, like, dark culture and, like, the dark underbelly of Mm. humanity. And he's also being, like, quite edgelordy, I feel, in a lot of his tactics. So, like, it does definitely mirror everything that we've said about like there being a move towards conservatism in recent times he's playing with that and trying to like point out the absurdity of it and also none of this is like a um none of what I'm saying is a I'm not saying that it's good or that it's bad that he does that but I'm saying that like the fashion industry in particular were happy to sit and let that happen for like Mm. all of this time and to like prioritize white models and to do all of this and to like kind of squeeze in these ideas and like everyone's like oh it's just edgy it's just this it's just that blah 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 blah. but then like it's so weird how it only becomes a tipping point when like the right are in uproar about it Mm. but I also feel like the internet flattens stuff so much that like a lot of people could look at the Balenciaga situation and not really know that all of the content they're consuming is far-right content and then get like drawn down the rabbit hole that way yeah, well, this is how it happens because it, it, it's so easy to outrage people whenever anything involves children. Like that is something that universally everyone can agree. Exploiting children like is wrong and that's something that will incite the biggest emotional response from people. And that's why the right have gone with this drag queen fucking story time. They're corrupting the children. We need to save the children. We need to protect their innocence. They don't actually probably don't give a fuck, but it's mm-hmm. the easiest thing to like pull at people's heartstrings. And that's why it always goes down so well. Yeah, exactly. It's And it feels so messy because it's hard to like untangle like the truth from a lie. And like, obviously the Balenciaga thing happened because we've all seen it. Mm. But then the reaction to it is so like utterly messy that it's really hard to like dig out your own thoughts from that, I feel. 
Yeah. And this is where media literacy comes in because people just don't have it. But I also feel, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like it's something we're seeing more and more like, yeah. Do you think TikTok is making media literacy worse? Yeah. Because people <laughs> treat, because people put their opinions across as fact. And that's and just it's not also, true. It's like really engagement baiting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. whether you're like, how do you even know? There's no way of knowing that these like hundreds of thousands of accounts that talk about like sex trafficking scandals or talk about the Balenciaga scandal or talk about anything like Epstein's Island, whatever, 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 that they actually believe it or whether they're just engagement baiting you. Mm, because they know that it's gonna it's gonna get uh gonna get views you'd like to think the people that are trying to spread information about horrible things happening are on the side of that they they're not a fan of it or whatever like but you how how do you know they could have an ulterior motive i also think that this is like really messy that kim has got involved with it so kim's statement was she she tweeted but she only put it up on her instagram on her stories so it'll go after 24 hours so should Mm. I read it just in case yeah I've been quiet for the past few days not because I haven't been disgusted and outraged by the recent Balenciaga campaigns but because I wanted an opportunity to speak to their team and to understand for myself how this could have happened as a mother of four I've been shaken by the disturbing images the safety of children must be held with the highest regard and any attempts to normalize child abuse of any kind should have no place in our society period I agree I appreciate Balenciaga's removal of the campaigns and apology In speaking with them, I believe they understand the seriousness of the issue and will take the necessary measures for this to never happen again. As for my... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Future with Balenciaga. I am currently reevaluating my relationship with the brand, basing it off their willingness to accept accountability for something that should have never happened to begin with and the actions I am expecting to see them take to protect children yeah i mean congrats to the pr person that wrote that did a great job 
What? What do you mean? Because <laughs> it's just like ticking every single box. Like there's right, no, like, right. Can... Also, like the fact that she's like, I wanted to speak out, but I wanted to speak to them first to protect our our deals that we have together. Like, you know what? Controversially, I don't think she should have spoken out. Okay. Like, I feel I don't know. I'm getting my like MJ Corey Kardashian colloquium <laughs> head on right now. When I saw this like statement, I thought, like. Yeah, she's. I feel like Kim is, and like MJ has been speaking about this. Like she did this really good infographic. So like go to Kardashian colloquium Instagram of how like basically Kanye's twenty twenty four presidential bid is kind of like echoing Trump's and what the like parallels are between them. I saw and that. how like Kim obviously has political aspirations in her future, which I feel like really is the only reason why she commented on this. Yeah, but I think it's interesting as someone that has like. Obviously, child abuse is a non-partisan issue. Like, let's just get that straight. But, like, I really don't feel like she would have commented on it if it wasn't for all the pressure from the right-wing media. Mm -hmm. And it's very interesting to me. That's I don't know how to best word it. But it's like, she's going to... If she keeps... If Kim keeps trying to be, like, every every woman to all of us, like, the fashion girl, the politics girl, the mother, the like girlfriends, all of these things, she's going to have these stumbles like increasingly and increasingly, especially aligning with people like Danma. And I feel like it's also come at a really interesting time, like post Kanye being like post Balenciaga cutting ties with Kanye in terms of that, like there's a video circulating today being like Kanye speaking about how all celebrities are controlled by the media. And like, that's why no one's speaking out and that like, you know, he's a free man now or whatever. It's a very interesting time to be a Kardashian West. I feel like, you know, in It's Always Sunny where Charlie has that board and he's connecting all the all of dots with string. <laughs> I literally feel like that because it's like everything is involved, like everything ties together. It's like Balenciaga, Kanye, Trump, politics, QAnon, conspiracy theories, Kim. Like everything is like, oh my God, it's it, it feels um, really overwhelming. Yeah, Because does. everything is connected. What the fuck and I also mean? feel like there's such a part of this where like, we're, and we're going to get onto media literacy in like one second, where it's like our generation and the generations below us would think we're better than this. Like we're better than this, like theorizing that we're the type of people that can look at the campaign and go, that's trash and mm-hmm. then not connect it to some wider QAnon theory, mm-hmm. but we're not. And I feel like part of this year um, that we've spoken about Eden a lot is that like how TikTok culture, infographic culture, all of these things is just making us into, like, ignorant boomers. Yeah, yeah. The infographic thing especially, because we wanted to talk about it when people were sharing infographics about Iran and stuff, but we thought it might be a bit too controversial. But it's basically the whole internet of people, like, blindly sharing things without seeing where that source has come from, without thinking, could this be a form of propaganda? Or Mm -hmm. there's obviously a bias behind every single thing that someone posts online, but people are just like blindly sharing things without realising. Like when the, I think we mentioned this before, but like when the, when Russia invaded Ukraine, people were sharing this thing, like donate to the Ukrainian army. And then someone dug into that and was like, you're actually funding like a far right subsection of like the Ukrainian army. Do not send these people money. But people just don't have the forethought or have the media literacy to be like, I'm just going to wait a second, like, before I just blindly share this to all of my followers. Like, we need mm-hmm. to do something. Like, and again, everything just ties in to, like, misinformation, fake news and QAnon. 
And also like how things pull at your heartstrings. So like so much of this, like this example and also like sex trafficking examples, they pull at your heartstrings and they're like, wow, like something is really going wrong. Like obviously Mm -hmm. I like disagree with this in my bones. Like I need to talk about it right now Mm -hmm. without us like digging deeper into it. And also like the super cynical part of me really thinks that like not all of this but part of this is what Balenciaga wanted like they wanted to generate a viral campaign and like not Mm. necessarily obviously not get all of this stuff because like people are literally burning their t-shirts and their like shoes which is in itself but um (laughs) it's a thing in itself yeah um but like I wouldn't be surprised if for example like Denima had to step down and like the timing is so bad with the recent Kardashians episode where they literally like god make him into like this deity like this mm. godlike fashion man um but i wouldn't be surprised if they did want to court controversy because that's what they've wanted to do for the like whole of his tenure but yeah. now it's just like gone into overdrive and well, we never kind of interrogate people's intentions yeah. like you said how many tweets are on on twitter.com today Two hundred thousand. just about this one thing like about this yeah people who haven't even heard of balenciaga are finding out about balenciaga today yeah exactly <laughs> um yeah, I guess they maybe thought it wasn't going to go this far. Um, but yeah, the whole situation is just really absurd. I wish I wish we knew the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I think we do know the truth. Like, what is it? Like, the simplest explanation is most often the right one. Yeah. And it's that they did a campaign thinking it would be really cool and really edgy and, like, some sort of comment on something. And then it's just got into the minds and the hearts of middle america yeah not all middle americans before everyone comes for me <laughs> just like just really um well should we should we like talk about QAnon? because i think some people might not know what it is yeah go we've just been talking about it like everyone knows what it is um so QAnon is an umbrella term for a set of internet conspiracy theories that allege falsely may i add falsely that the world is run by a cabal of satan worshipping pedophiles so people included, supposedly included in this are the Clintons, Barack Obama, uh, as well as Oprah Winfrey, Tom Hanks, Ellen DeGeneres and the Pope. Um, so people think, who are QAnon, QAnoners? I don't know, QAnon truthers, mm-hmm. think that in addition to child abuse, members of this group kill and eat children to extract a life-extending chemical called adrenochrome. This kind of first started getting circulated on the internet in 2016 with the Trump campaign uh, on 4chan in 2017 there was an anonymous poster called Q or Q Clearance Patriot who basically said they were a high-ranking government insider with classified information about Trump's war against this satanic paedophilic global cabal. Uh, this then led to light everyone storming the Capitol on January the 6th whenever that was t- 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 2011 and loads of just 2011? Uh, 2021 sorry <laughs> and like just loads of really really twisted terrifying conspiracy theories uh they're like the source of a lot of a lot of this um hatred and like uh beliefs about like that the world be the world is run by like pedophiles satanic pedophiles which is what Balenciaga is being linked to yeah. now, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, people are linking it with, like, a specific model booker that apparently, like, has QAnon affiliations. They're linking it to all of these things. And it's all just, like, you know, giant Twitter threads that, like, are like, this is why I have proof. Like, my favourite example, non 
very like mostly non-harmful example of this is that remember when someone made that PowerPoint of that Jack Antonoff was cheating on Lena Dunham with Lord. <laughs> oh my god, that was that was a mental day on Twitter. <laughs> so that's very not cute and non-adjacent, but I feel like that's the vibe. Or, Do you know what I mean? Like Avril Lavigne has been replaced by yeah. Melissa, the clone, not the yeah. clone, but like Avril Lavigne's been murdered and and Melissa has taken her place. Someone once said to me that there's like one conspiracy theory that everyone believes. What's yours, Eden? Like you personally have a conspiracy theory that you believe? Oh, uh, I, I I like believe in most of them to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like, we'll do this whole podcast on media no, literacy. Not like, the, not like the QAnon ones, but like okay, I definitely believe that uh, the CIA killed the FBI killed JFK. Okay, America probably knew nine eleven was going to happen. <laughs> right. Okay. Why are you laughing? <laughs> um, this is a no judgment zone. And definitely didn't go to the moon. Mm, but... <laughs> right. Okay. And um, I don't know. I thought that's the top three. My one, but it's kind of like over now, but I believed it was that the queen died like a year or two before that mm. we'd found out. I believed that with my whole heart. Who? What was she doing then before she died? They were just AIing her. Do you think so? Deep fake. Yeah, hundred percent. They definitely deep faked her when she was on that thing with Paddington. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's the one I believe. I mean, I don't don't believe many of us. We've got the technology to do it. (laughs) Exactly. Have you watched? um, Oh, I can't even remember what it's called. But there's like a really good BBC show about deep fakes and politicians, and it's a drama, and everyone should watch it. Wait, I'm gonna Google it now because everyone should literally watch it because. I feel like it will help with everyone. Well, yeah, I watched the one that was on BBC Three recently about uh, deep fake porn. And that was terrifying. Everyone should watch the capture. the capture. It's a drama. It's got the guy from I May Destroy You in it, the best friend. It's really good. Mm. But this is the thing: Te- technology is vastly like becoming more and more hard, like hard to detect. Like if it's something is a deep fake. You fucking your mum's gonna watch that and she's not gonna know that that's yeah. not real. Like, yeah. not like your mum personally, but like <laughs> you know, my mum. No, 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 not like anyone's. Like people's parents or people that don't spend that much time online or just anything like that. Like, it's it's terrifying. So, what's our way out of this season? It is media literacy. Yes. What is media? Also, when I tried to read this. I was like, I'm very media illiterate because I don't know half these words. So the first line of Eden's research says, <laughs> education for media literacy often uses an inquiry-based pedagogic, pedagogic? What the hell is that word? It's apparently, it just means like teaching. I've just looked it up. <laughs> Model that encourages people to ask questions about they watch, hear and read. Media literacy moves beyond the traditional no print text and moves to examining more contemporary sources. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know what pedagogic means, but it, it means yeah, it means something. Um, but this on, is put like... this into Polly Pocket speech for Polly us. <laughs> so basically, right? Yeah. Um, it just it's just about like teaching. So it's like you you learn it in school first, don't you? You learn to critique and analyze texts, books, whatever. I think it's just relative to teaching. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's like the purpose of media literacy education is to help individuals of all ages develop the skills that they need to be, that they need to be critical thinkers, effective communicators and active citizens in today's world. 
But when someone begins to go down these these strange channels of the internet where the only thing they're getting fed is like right wing right wing rhetoric, it's it becomes harder and harder to break out of that. So basically, not to toot our own horn, but what we've just done in the last half an hour is an exercise in media literacy. So mm-hmm. it's critical. You do like critical analysis that can include identifying author purpose and point of view, examining construction techniques and genres, examining patterns of media representation and detecting propaganda censorship and bias in news. Media literacy education may explore how structural features such as media ownership or its funding model affect the information presented. So it's like if you're looking at a tweet about Balenciaga, is it Ben Shapiro doing it or is it like someone who you trust more, basically? (laughs) Yeah, like like we said, everyone has a personal bias. Everyone is posting with that bias. Just have a look at where your sources are coming from. I feel like everything's a shit show that becomes harder and harder to do that. Of course it does. Like, But it's very uh, vital. As I was doing some research for this, I was like ending up on like right-wing website. Why well, can't mm. say right-wing? Right-wing. right-wing. Say right-wing five times. <laughs> Elon Musk shall appear. <laughs> right-wing websites. And then you're like reading something, you're like, oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Like, but some people don't have that like awareness or it's just really hard to spot as well and it is yeah yeah yeah. i feel like anyone and the internet is like tailored to make us go down these rabbit holes Mm -hmm. and end up in these kind of places because right-wing accounts are most likely providing advertising and tipping the algorithm yeah like why is this being pushed up to the top of my tiktoks like that uh monica special feels was saying in Mm-hmm. the tiktok like i know i've been scrolling for too long when stuff like this starts to kind of slip through the cracks yeah yeah well that is it for this episode <laughs> please don't kill us i don't think anyone's gonna kill us q anon's gonna come for us i hope not if uh <laughs> this not not to like plug another podcast as well but i was listening to this podcast called the coming storm podcast which basically breaks all of this down and it's amazing. It's it's on BBC Four. Um, and at the start of it, he, the guy made a really interesting point that basically the entirety of the 300 years of witch hunting that happened in Europe was can be tracked back to one man. So one man wrote this book where he's basically, he was like a, like a Catholic, uh, not a priest, but he worked within the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. A bit of a, kind of a deranged pervert, was obsessed with like women having sex, said that witches were hiding loads of penises in the trees and like you should be scared <laughs> of women. He wrote this one book, I can't remember what it's called, uh, just before the printing press was invented. Mm-hmm. So he wrote this book about his, with his, his like deranged rantings in. The printing press was invented. He then could mass produce this text. It was because it was originally when he was kind of showing this to people that he knew in his church, they were like, mm-hmm. this this is not this is not believable at all. And because it was mass produced and like mass distributed, it then became like a popular train of thought with so many people. And then people actually genuinely began hunting witches. And then for like 300 years, it had a hold over like so many like countries. So all it takes is just one person to start saying the craziest, most horrible, destructive stuff and it can spread like wildfire. And that's what happens online every single day. (laughs) (laughs) It's very true. Well, thank you for that, Eden. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Ian's gonna go have an existential crisis. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like tearing my around. hair out here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> thank you to Olivia for editing this episode. We would love to hear your thoughts as always. Um, comment on Instagram, etc., etc., etc. And thank you to Gina and Gina, Izzy, Charlotte, Grace, Hattie, Misha. Oh, I've forgotten anyone. And you and me. And you and me. <laughs> we'll see you next week. See you next Goodbye. week. Bye. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.